Hey yo everybody, welcome to episode 12 of the Joey and Amanda podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. Oh, lucky 12. Lucky number 12 is my favorite number. It's going to be a good one. What are we doing? Today we are answering all of your questions about love. Yeah, and then at the end, if you want to stick around for it, we are diving deep into Game of Thrones. We are. Joey got me into watching Game of Thrones. We just binged seven seasons in the last two months. So we are up to date and I am ready to talk about it with you guys. Yeah, but first, I mean, that's at the way, way end. But at first, we talk for over an hour about love, about our relationship, give some advice about relationships and about love. Yeah, and it's just, I think it's just such a positive like lovely episode. So um, I hope you guys enjoy it and I hope it brings some positivity and love into your life today. And if you're needing it, here's a big virtual hug for you. Three, two, one. So we are going to start this week's podcast episode and i promised people on here that i would live stream part of the podcast episode so um you can see how it works my phone's about to die so i'm gonna have to plug it in here come on into our studio um look around (laughs) so all right let's start okay so we are going to be answering questions submitted by all of you about love are you started already? Love. Oh, nice. The podcast? Yeah. Oh, it's been going. <laughs> love. 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 Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. So. Can I just say. Oh. These, these questions were submitted. These questions were submitted by our lovely listeners via Instagram story. So everybody that joined in on that, my Instagram story fam. Thanks. Yeah, these questions were really great, um, and there's a lot. There were a lot of them. Kind of hard to. We can't answer all of them because we'll be here for six hours. We, but we we tried to narrow it down to twenty one, but there are too many good ones, so yeah. we narrowed it down to twenty eight. So yeah, they're all really great, and even if it's not on here, it was still a great question. But we just had to like just pick something. Yeah. So without further ado. How does your relationship now compare to what you imagined it would be like as a kid? Do you, no. do you have an answer already? I have an answer. Go for it. Okay. So my answer is that when I was young, I guess when I was a little kid, I thought that when you're an adult and uh, I don't know, I thought adults were more boring. I, I think Joey and I are really fun. So I thought that as a kid, I thought that when you got married, you were just an adult and you kind of did boring things. And I don't know. And I just feel like a big kid with you. We're always, I just feel like a kid. We're always like joking. We're always making like kid noises. Um, We don't really like, like, you know, in my mind, adults, like they love cooking. Like I don't even like cooking all the time. Like we, we, we don't do laundry. Like it's just, we're just two kids. Yeah. Just playing house. (laughs) That's just how I feel. That is really great. I think I ever even thought about it as a kid, but um, 
I, that's really great. <laughs> I love that. We, I mean, because we are. We, I feel like I really do feel like a kid with you, and, and we, you know, still play games like kids, and we make forts, and we, yeah, and just every day when we get excited about things, like the reactions, our excited reactions. I like are the same as a seven-year-old getting excited yeah. about things. And it just feels like I'm like, oh, my gosh, it feels like, oh, we got yummy snacks or like, right. oh, these goldfish are so good or, <laughs> right. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, are we so lucky we get to have a sleepover every night. Every night. Yeah. It's like we're just sleeping over with your best friend. So. That's really, that's really great. Yeah. Um, is loving someone a choice? Can we work on loving someone or grow to love someone? Oh man, this is. Let me just say right, right That's what away. I was gonna let say just, too. Let me just. Let me just I know jump. Exactly okay, what let me just say. say, I am in no way any kind of love guru. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't claim to be a love expert. I'm just a guy in love. I'm just a guy in love with somebody else, and I just want to put that out there before I answer any questions. <laughs> I'm throwing that out there right now. Yes. But that's exactly what I was going to say, too. With so, that said. Question one more time. So the question is, is loving someone a choice? Can we work on loving someone or grow to love someone? Okay. So I can only answer this from my perspective and just based off of facts that I know that happen in the world. Now, but and my own experience, there are a lot of people that are in different, like in a different religion where they are in, um, what are those called? The marriages that are, uh, um, a classic case for? of you not being able to think of it. So now I can't think of it. <laughs> um, um, for, uh, somebody arranged, arranged. Yes. So there are people that actually like I've read and I've seen that are in arranged marriages and that wasn't, and they choose to love the person, um, every day. So I think that it could be possible. In my experience, I have been in long relationships. I have been in two long relationships or two four-year relationships before Joey. And I can say that like, even if I chose to like care, like even if I chose to try to love these people, I just think that it's not you can't force love. You just can't. And some people just don't match. And I think that they just don't match because if you don't have the same views as somebody, if you don't have the same respect back, like if it's not an equal amount of respect, if it's only one-sided, it's very hard to choose to love somebody, you know, over day in and day out. So I think that's a complicated question. Yeah, I think I, I think I kind of misunderstood what they're asking, but I see what I see what you're saying. That, that's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like totally. somebody is you're trying right. to make something you're, work. Yeah, you're totally, totally, totally right. And I feel that I, I, I don't think I don't think I do not think that that works. Yeah, I think I don't that think you can like force yourself to love somebody yeah. or force somebody to love you. Right. I think that you should just follow your gut. If it's everything is like you can't get advice from anybody. You have to listen to yourself. And if something's telling you that, uh, oh, I have to I have to like try to love this person, I think that's already kind of a red flag, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I so. agree. I actually really like my advice there. Maybe I am a love guru. <laughs> uh, next question. I feel life is waiting for me to truly find love in myself before sending me love from a man. I get what they're asking. Okay. So you go first. Well, I'm just going to like uh, reword this and into a question. I think what this person is asking is, this person is asking, do I have to love myself 
before somebody can love me. Yeah. We also, let me just put a little reminder for people that are listening. We have a lot of international followers. So I'm sure some sometimes things get lost in translation the way that they say things. And it's just, you know, Google Translate. So Right. Um, I, I, I kind of think that... Um, I kind of think that you do need to love yourself before you can expect anybody to love you. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Yeah. And um, I've had art pieces, you know, talking about this topic. I, I mean, I've talked about this topic alongside art pieces that I've created inspired by it, where I gave myself one year um, before I actually met Joey to the month, which was crazy, to just take care of myself and love myself and get to know myself like what do I truly like what's the music that I like what's the you know just really truly get to know myself and I think that that helped tremendously because then you know exactly what you're looking in for then you know exactly what you're looking for in another person and what's truly going to make you happy once you know who you are yeah I feel like I I feel really um, lucky and fortunate to have met you at like the most perfect time where I like had time to live alone as well and to really get to know myself and to actually really love myself where I've never kind of, I've never struggled with that. Yeah. But I, once I lived alone, then, then when, you know, those like quiet nights where Nobody was around and I was truly alone for the first time in my life. Yeah, because you weren't at home or in a frat. Yeah, or yeah. something like that. I I uh, I really was like forced with, with like, okay, do you really do you really love yourself? And once I could once I could finally answer that and and the answer was like, actually, yes, I can, yeah. then I met you. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so happy and so lucky that that, that, that worked out the way it did. Perfect timing. Yeah, and for me it was just it wasn't about not loving myself, which I think it's hard to truly get to know yourself. And if you're always in a relationship after like one after another, because that's what happened to me since I was 18, 17, 18 years old. Until, do you think it's just relationship or or like uh, living unhealthy. with somebody or but, yeah. but or, or just like having a roommate or living with people. Do you think it, that has anything to do with it? I think that does have something to do with it. Also, I mean, like I've stated multiple times before, my relationships were very unhealthy before Joey. They were very like verbally abusive. So that also doesn't help to try to get to know yourself if you're being put down all the time. But um, I do think that living alone like for a year is such a good idea just no roommates no family nothing because then you really know how to like survive it's empowering because you're like yeah. okay i know how to survive by myself i know how to cook for myself i know how to just be independent yeah and, you know i don't need anybody else what, what advice do you have for somebody who maybe can't live alone for whatever reason what would be like another alternative like take a trip by yourself or something yeah, maybe. I, I actually randomly, recently I was in Florida and the Uber driver um, told me that something that changed his life is he took a really long road trip across country yeah. by himself. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. Um, like a week, like even if it's just a weekend away or yeah. just spending time alone, I think is, I think. I don't know about a weekend, very, that's too short. All right, fine. <laughs> but, but spending time alone, I think is really important 
Yeah. Uh, in terms of like being in a, a healthy relationship and expecting somebody to love you. Yeah. For who you are. Yeah. Because then you figure out who you are. I, I'm kind of liking this love guru Joe <laughs> guy who's, who's showing up tonight. Okay. Uh, am I good to move on? Yeah. Are there any Latin habits or sayings that Joey cannot understand and it's funny? I don't think so. Yeah. We, I, we actually. I, I like, love this question. I like the I question like, too. I, I just, I wish I, I could think of it. I watch us like wrap this thing up and be like, oh, what about that one thing? Yeah. Yeah. But, well, well, the thing is, is like if, if I say, if I say anything, in, first of all, I don't really talk Spanish with around Joey that much, but if I say anything, I'll explain it immediately. Like one example that I can think of. Sure. The there's a saying in Spanish of like, oh, that person has a. This, this is what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, that person. Oh my god. Okay, great. Okay. This is it then. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I was just thinking about this. So in Spanish, if you see somebody that kind of reminds you of another person, it doesn't have to be like the way that they look. Maybe the. the <laughs> this way, is funny. Okay, keep going. Maybe Sorry. It, maybe it's like the way that they. Um, they say something, their mannerisms. It's in Spanish, you say, tiene el aire de tu papá or whatever, which means like it has like the air of that person. And I think that that translates as like an essence in a way. Right. So, so I, I remember you explained it to me and and I think it took me a little bit to get it because um, I was like, oh, so like they, it's like a lookalike. You're like, no. It's more of like mannerisms and behavior. Or it could be a lookalike. Or it like, could be a lookalike. So I was a little bit unclear, but I think we were kind of like laughing because I, I, I wasn't fully getting it. Yeah. And then I remember there was at one point we saw somebody and I was like, oh, yeah, look at that guy. He's got the same aire as whatever. Yeah. And you're like, no. And I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like this. And, and it, it, I was way off. Like I, I missed I forgot. I missed it. But do you remember that happening? Like me. Maybe. Was that El Coyote? Yeah. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that guy's got the same aire. And you're like, nope, not it. Still not but, getting it. But you got to know. I think so. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I don't think there's anything else. Why? People are saying, why can't they see you? Sorry. With the mic set up, it's like. Well, we'll put it, it like on this. you for a little bit. Okay. Um, moving on. We're like. Sitting on the edge. We got to sit on the edge of this couch. I know. It's because the table's filled with P.O. boxes, boxes, things. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a glitch? A glitch? <laughs> it's filled with P.O. boxes, boxes. Um, <laughs> uh, are we good to move on? Yes. Okay. What is love for you and how does it feel for you? Um, what is love for me and how does it feel? I think love makes the world go round. It feels marvelous. It is, it's the best feeling in the world. And um, what is it for me? It's the best feeling. I And I love giving love to my mom, my dad, my grandma, my sisters. I just want to fill them up with love as much as I can. And uh, I mean, joy, of course. And receiving it is beautiful. So I think it's like the most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah, it really it really is. And to like always know that I, I always have somebody like in my corner, like on my team, on my side. It's just the best that I always know. Like I have like this personal hype man who's just going <laughs> to always like, you know, um, you know, 
pick me up if I need it or um, support me if I need support. Or just be there. Well, yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. And and just to like, even if we're not talk, like even if we're not saying anything, but just like being with you, it's just, it's the best. It's the best. <laughs> I'm so happy. It's the best. Um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like I, I feel like I could talk about that question for th- for three or four hours, <laughs> but did did that yeah. get it all yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think that was great. Okay. Um. Do you believe in the feeling of just knowing? Just yes. Oh my gosh, one million Me too. percent. So, you know, <laughs> so. I feel I'm very in tune with my intuition, which which goes hand in hand with the the feeling of knowing. Yeah. And yep. my life is just I I really go by, hmm, I think this feels right. And a lot of times yeah. even my mom will be like, "Amanda, uh, I don't think that's a good idea." I'm like, "You know what? It just feels right." Or I, I you know, when I moved into two different apartments, my mom was like, "What do you can you afford that? I was like, you know what? I don't know at the moment, but I think so. Yes. We'll make it work. It feels right. Or I'm working on some paintings and my mother was like, but where are you going to display them? I was like, I have no idea. I'm going to create it and then just do it. So a lot of times I just go by a feeling. And since I've been like, uh, cultivating is the word, maybe since I've been working on that for years, it's getting even better. So I know what feels right or wrong. But, um, yeah, I do feel like I just know that's exactly how I felt with Joey. We were two weeks into dating and I was like, I'm going to marry this man. He's the love of my life. And I just felt like I knew. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. You're very intuitive too. Yeah. I think that no matter what's been going on in my life, the one thing I've always been confident about in myself is my intuition. I feel like, uh. For the most part, I'm a good decision maker, and if something does not feel right, my body tells me, and if something feels right, my body tells me. Yeah. And as long as I'm, the key is, like, to be open to, like, um, catching what your body's trying to tell you. Like, there are times that maybe an insecurity or um, a distraction can keep you from Making the right decision? Um, just feeling your body telling you something's right or wrong. Yeah. Um, maybe like you're focused on the wrong thing, so you miss it. Have either of you been in love before meeting each other? Did you talk about that openly? We were just talking about it last night, kind of. About like past past relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that last night? What was the question again? Um, <laughs> Sorry. Have either of you been in love before meeting each other? Did you talk about that openly? Oh, yeah. Okay, you go first. I've never been like I've never been in love before. Before um, falling in love with you, um, and yeah, I've we've talked about that. I mean, I've I've been in relationships relationships before. But they were short. They were yeah, they were short, and like they once once we started dating. Then it then it made me go oh wait hold on so what I had before what was that if yeah. the, it just it it's they're different tiers like it's a different it's yeah. just a totally different world 
Um, that that is such a great way to explain it. It's such yeah, a different world. And it and so I was never like I was never in love before, even if maybe at the time it, like I thought I was. Yeah. Um. Now I know that I I wasn't, but. Yeah, we talk and and we talk about it openly. Yeah, that was the question: Is do we talk about yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I mean, doesn't I mean doesn't even compare? It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything to add, or did I get it? No, I think did you I got it? it. Yeah, we talk about it, and like you said, it's like a different world. It doesn't compare. I mean, also, if you're in an, for people that are, it's because I've experienced it before, and I'm just such a. I just feel like I have to say it again. If you're in an unhealthy relationship, just get out. Like, just get out as soon as you can. So, yeah. So, both of mine were like that before Joey, and they do not even compare with just, just, it's just a different world. It's just feeling loved every day, and, and you never feel judged or put down, or that's just not how relationships are supposed to be. So, and one thing I do want to add too is that. A lot of the times when you get into a relationship with with people like that, it's it's just not a good choice and it's because you don't love the same way. So it doesn't mean that like they can find somebody that maybe for them, you know, they put each other down and they don't care and that's fine. But I think that trying to find the person that loves you the same way, that's when the magic happens and that's how I feel like Joey and I see each other and this we're like eye to eye to that. We respect each other. We care for each other. We give back to each other and it's just works. So I think I went a little bit off, but no, no, it's great. <laughs> what do you do when you love someone, but he doesn't want kids with you? You want to go with this one? Uh, like what would you I do? I think that well, let's answer I, I, this. I just don't, I don't know because I, I have always wanted kids and, no, no, but um, what if I didn't? Like, that's not the tr- that's not really what's happening I with know. this. But I just don't know because I don't have experience in that because you wanted kids and I wanted kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like I don't I don't don't really have an answer for that one. Yeah. Just because I that's I, true. I can't answer like, that I, either. I don't have real life experience. experience to answer that. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, who knows? I could give you what I. think. Think, but then it could change tomorrow because I don't. I just don't. You, you're not in the situation. I'm not in the situation. I've never, yeah. I've never been in that situation. I'm. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. But what I will say is, trust your gut. Yeah. Trust your instincts. That's just the, that's just that's the, the default. Go back to. <laughs> yeah. Just trust your gut and trust your instincts on that one. Right. Yeah. yeah I agree. Actually, I think I can. Okay. Do it. I absolutely love Joey, and personally, if he did not want to have children, I just, I mean, then we don't have children. Like, I don't know. What, what am I going to say? All right, bye. Right. Like, right. Right. I don't know. That's interesting. Right. Then maybe, you know, we'll meet in the middle. Can we foster children? Maybe he doesn't right. want to do that. Or maybe I'll volunteer and help children and, and go to, like, a children's hospital or, or something to have them in my life. Um, but, Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what I would do. Then I know. again, the I reason know. that this is a, it's a hard like uh, hypothetical mm-hmm. is because it's so it's like I just can't imagine you not wanting kids. Like it's yeah. who you are. So it's yeah. I, I fell in love with you because of who you are, and that's a part of you. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard to yeah. It's, it's hard, hard to for say. me to do that. 
Um, anyway, what's, what is the most important thing in a relationship? Oh man. The most important thing. The most important thing in a relationship. The most important thing. If you had to pick one thing. One thing. I think, I think, I think I got it. You got it? Um. What is it? Hold on. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Um. What, what's it that we say that we're always on the same team that we always have? Oh, I think the w- most important thing in a relationship is best intentions. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Tied in with, like, love? I mean, of course. Let's just pick three. Okay. I like the best intention one. Best intention. Because that what that does is it helps you avoid... Um, arguments. arguments you can't argue like how will you argue if you know the other person always has the best intentions like how can you get mad right okay so i've said i feel like i've said this four million times but i'm just gonna say it again just in case this is somebody's first time yeah. listening so the whole thing with intentions is i could i don't feel like i could never get mad at amanda because i know that everything she does is with the best intention so because of that and because I love her so much and I know she loves me so much and I know that everything she does is for the best interest of me and her, there's nothing she could do that would make me get mad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's how I feel too. Yeah. Like, okay, even like with what, like while we were recording this, I feel like another person could have gotten mad and been like, I'm talking right now and you're not paying attention to me because you're like reading your phone but like i know that you're like you're also trying to keep them involved and be friendly and like show them love as well yeah so they're like there's no reason it's not a reason to get mad i got ready for a second it's not a reason to get mad (laughs) you can't get mad there and this is not a reason (laughs) it's just not a reason you can't do it no no oh my god no yeah no Oh, what a treat. So I love it when he goes into different accents. So yeah, so that's that's uh whew, getting sweaty now. I agree. Does that make sense? Yes. So best intentions, one. I would say love. And I wouldn't say honesty because honesty goes in with best intentions, right? It's sure. Oh, there's a lot of things that tie in to best to, intentions. To best intention, love and respect. Respect. R E S B C D. Find out what it means to me. <laughs> yes. All right. Great. Um, moving on. Yeah. Does your respective partner always meet your expectations in times of need? Not only meet my expectations, but she exceeds my expectations in times really? of need. Really? Not even in times of need. I feel like you're better at it than But me. wait, but wait. Not only in times of need, like you exceed my expectations. How about this? How about this? <laughs> Thank had, you. How about this? I had a show, I had a show last week, uh, like a sketch comedy show. Uh-huh. And like an hour before the show, I realized like I'm not gonna be able to eat before the show. I thought I would have time, but we got stuck working on stuff. So and I was starving. The show wasn't at eight. It wasn't gonna really start until closer to nine. I was like kind of freaking out. Like I, don't, I can't get hangry during my show. Yeah. Um. So I texted you and I was like, he was like are, have you left yet for the show? Where are you? You know, I, I think I might need 
I need food. Yeah. And then I sort of backtracked and I was like, no, actually, you know what? It's fine. You're like, no, no, no. I'm already, I'm already here. I'm getting stuff for you. Blah, 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 blah. So I said, will you just grab me like a bar? Uh-huh. Like a cliff bar or something? And you came at the perfect time right before the show <laughs> and not only brought me a cliff bar, but you brought me two of them. I did. You brought me two. But I feel like that's just what you do. Hey, that's <laughs> what we do, but I, I don't think that's what everybody does. Oh, well, I, I'm so glad you appreciate it. It's so <laughs> sweet. And when I, I, now my turn to say. Wait, I'm sorry. How about when I got, when I was, I, <laughs> I rarely, I rarely get sick, but I got, I was sick recently and you brought me back to life. I mean, that's like a time in need. That's like what this yeah. person's asking. Yeah. You went above and beyond to heal me. I mean, you made it like your full-time job to like care to me yeah i mean but like, that's just, I just had, like the flu but i mean <laughs> i am a dramatic sick guy but but even with my dramatics you still went above and beyond mm. you always do well i feel like that's just what you know that's what you do <laughs> i love you no but the thing is is my answer to that is yes and my my mind when i say when i think time and need i think if I'm ever feeling sad or, or, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably what they meant. Yeah. <laughs> probably gonna cut everything I just said. No, and, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> no, that was great. But like, there was a time that it was like a month ago that I had like so much pressure. I forgot it. It was like, oh, yeah, I was sick. I had a print drop. The website crashed right yeah. in the beginning of my print drop yeah and there's a lot of pressure right now for these print drops especially because we're planning wedding honeymoon you know it's a lot of expenses so i remember i got so flustered and started crying when the the website went down and i was just like i'm sick like it was just so flustered and then joey comes into the room and i'm crying and he just knows to like he goes in for a hug and then he just is like right next to me and asked me if I need anything, but you're just there. You just know. And like, if I'm hangry, he's so good at it. He's just like, what do you want me to do? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'll do it. Or like, (laughs) give me the spatula. Like I'll just cook or it's just so great. So I don't, I don't know how you're just so good at this. I feel like from somebody also that you don't have that much experience from being in like long relationships or, or anything like that. And you're just, I guess it's your parenting. He comes from an amazing family and, and Papa too, his, his grandfather actually taught decision-making classes in a high school. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think having, you know, that support system and yeah, that, that, that could be, yeah. yeah, they should win an award. Your family, <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> but yeah, my mom so. is smiling so big right now listening <laughs> to this. So yes, pretty much this podcast should be titled "Listen to Us Give Each Other Compliments." Yeah. <laughs> back yeah. to back. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much all of the podcasts so far have been that. Uh, That's how we are. I know actually, it really. It's a time. microcosm. It's really like how we are on a daily basis. It's yeah. People are probably like, "Oh my gosh." No, no, you guys, it's like, you know, if she puts a piece of bread in the toaster, I'm like, oh my, look at how perfect that, look at that, (laughs) look at how perfectly you put that in there, because she did. Oh my Uh, god, or like, or the way that like his toe, like rests under his big toe (laughs) when he's laying is so cute. What? (laughs) No, no way. 
All right. Oh gosh. Should we move on? Yes. Yeah, so this is gonna good. this is gonna take a long time. We've so many questions to answer. <laughs> and we're our our tables full of like all these boxes. So we're doing it in the living room. We're crouched. Over. I know. I might need to get up and stretch for for a second. All right. Who fell in love first? You or Joey? I don't know. I don't know because I we, bet we fell in love at the same time. Yeah, I don't really know. But I said I love you first. You did yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said I love you first, but I think we fell in love around the same time, yeah. 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 Um was there a period of uncertainty in your relationship? No, you, never. There was never. Ne- but but uh what were you, there, you I know what you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. I said But it's because of our personalities. Hold on. Can I say? Um <laughs> there wasn't a, ever a period of uncertainty as in like I was never uncertain of, of our relationship, Never, but we actually covered this in another podcast. There was a time we'll go quickly. You can listen to the other podcast. Sorry for people that just started listening. Go back to um, maybe the f- second, third. Yeah. Um, there was a time when Joey wasn't talking about marriage and I'm like, why isn't we've already been together for like two and a half years and he wasn't talking about it. And I was already thinking and talking about it. I already knew I was going to get married to him within two weeks. And he... I knew as well, but I still... We talk about this. Yeah, we talked about this. He just didn't talk about it because he felt like he didn't want to jinx it or I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But even uh, like there there were other times too where it just took me a little bit longer to like with the key to my place. Yeah. Like I wanted to give you... We talk about all these things. But so that... That would be the only thing. But still, that's not uncertainty in our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. Next. Yeah. 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 How do you um, keep your relationship interesting after a couple of years? I think that. Um, I don't know. Because it, it's I, always. We've, yeah, we've never. We haven't had a it's problem not that we, with that. Yeah, we don't have a problem with that. I don't think that there's like. Tr- like. Do you have advice for somebody who. Might have. Might have. I, I think that what keeps it interesting is if you have your own life and they have their own life. And I think that that it's just great because you keep yourself busy and then they're busy. So the time you have together, you cherish it so much. They always have something new to tell you because they have things going on. I always have something new to tell Joey or to show him. So like I think that if each person has their own like projects and things going on, it's always there's always something to talk about. There's always something new happening. Right. So that's nice. Um, I also like that we leave each other notes, even Mm -hmm. though we've been together for a long time. And I love finding little notes that he leaves me. Sometimes if he's showering, I'll like put a little note under the door for him to find once he gets out of the shower or things like that. So I think that's sweet. Traveling is fun. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say if there's anything I can bring to this question, it's maybe traveling to new places for the both, like a new place for the both of you. So now you both are experiencing something new for the first time. Yeah. I think that's a great answer. But together. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Love it. No. Uh, uh, Keep it coming. I'm okay. here for it. Moving on. <laughs> that was just for the live crew. Okay. Um, Respecting each other's spaces and separating enough time for each other. Tips? Respecting, respecting each other's spaces and separating enough, enough time for each other. Tips? Well, I think that... Hmm. 
if you're lucky enough to have separate bathrooms. Yeah, I that's, was going to uh, say that, but not everybody can do that. But yes. If, if you're lucky enough to have that, that's something separate, that's super. Uh, separate bathrooms nice. and separate closets is amazing. Yeah. So we each have our own bathroom and our own closet. So we take as long as we like. Because I spend a lot of time in the bathroom when I go in there. We have our own things. So that's really great. Um, yeah. W- one more time, the question. Respecting each other's spaces and separating enough time for each other. Tips? And then separating enough time for each other would be, I think what we usually do at least is that we'll have, we usually have most of the day, like during weekdays, we're working on something. And then at night, we always share meals together. Mm -hmm. So that's always really nice. Yeah. Sharing a meal together, talking about our day, and then maybe winding down and just... Doing an activity together, like, right. you know. Taking a walk or watching something. Last or, night we did laundry together. And we put a candle on and some oh music. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. So reading a book together. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> did being in love change you in any way? Did be, yes. I feel like being in in a healthy relationship, you know, just being with Joey, I feel like I have changed for the better. I feel like I'm the best person that I've ever been, really. Yeah. I just feel I'm so full of love that I just want to give it to everybody. And I just feel like I'm a better sister now. I feel like I'm a better daughter um, than I've ever been. And just like a human, just like a better person because I think that being in love and constantly getting so much love you just want to make others feel that way too because it feels really nice. If I could take like the best part of myself throughout my whole life, like that's who I am with you. Same. And, um, but you're right. Like it carries over to all the other things. Like yeah. it, it carries over to like, like even creatively and who I oh am. Oh my gosh, creatively. Oh, Can yeah. we just talk about 400 drawings of Joey? <laughs> That whole collection would have even happened. Somebody said, I feel like I'm spoiling myself by watching you before listening to the I know, podcast. I sort of feel like we should just we cut should it leave short. The rest. Yeah. Leave some for po- Somebody said leave guys? some for podcasts. I think, All I right. think that's All right. right. I'm gonna, we're like halfway through the question. Okay. So. All right. Yes, ma'am. 84. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to say bye. Love you guys. Thank Love you for you joining. Guys. And it's exclusive. I'm not going to put this on this. I'm, I'm not saving this live Hello. stream. So bye. Love you guys. Thanks for joining. Where were we? Oh. Three hours later. Yes. <laughs> Please keep that in there. Uh, being in love changing anyway. We answered that. Yeah. Okay. How do you deal with annoying things your partner does without hurting his feelings? And this person worded this question perfect because his feelings is the right word to use because you you don't do anything that annoys me. So there, there has to be one thing. There's nothing that annoys me. There's nothing that annoys me. The the only thing would be like maybe like uh, it, no, but wait. <laughs> but it's not annoying. It's more like me worried about your safety. Would be like when you've got like a knife and you're cutting things, and like uh, sometimes you're like telling a story and you're like, oh, and you're like flinging the knife around. Or 
if you're if something if you're cooking and you know with the fire sometimes like yeah. you reach <clears throat> you reach up to get something and it looks like you know your sweater might catch on fire like that would be the only thing that makes me go like oh no 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 uh-uh. but yeah it's, again like that's not annoying but yeah. that's <clears throat> maybe the closest thing to yeah now on the other side, <laughs> there there is probably three million no. things. I'm sort of like a little kid, annoying, right? Like mm. I'm loud and I do a, a lot of voices and bits, and I'm I'm always trying like comedy bits and stuff, and I'm sure it's so annoying. No, no, it's actually not annoying to me. I, you know what? I did think of one while you were saying that, but it's not like a super annoying thing. Actually, I don't really care about it anymore. But you know when I'm trying to walk and you walk in front of me and then I try to go left and you try to go right and then you do it over and over and over again and then I can't walk anywhere? <laughs> you know what? So you guys know when you're walking and somebody, like, you go to take a step and they take a step in the same direction and you have that awkward, like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, which happens to me all the time already. So, but what I do, whenever that happens to me in public, it's, it's sort of like equivalent to being in an elevator with somebody. Like it's it's awkward when that happens, and nobody knows how to handle that situation uh. when it happens. But I picked up a way like years ago that if I like lean into it and I go uh 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 uh, goes and I back make like and a, forth, back and if forth. I like make a joke out of it, then it makes us both feel comfortable and it makes the other person laugh. And then there's no awkward moment. You don't leave feeling like, oh, that was so weird. You don't tense up or anything like that. You have a nice laugh and that's the rest of it. <laughs> and so you're on cute. with your day. So, so when we, so like, you don't you know, ever did it anymore. But, well, I, but when we, yeah, when like when there were times that you and I did it, then I thought it's especially good to do it now because then you would laugh and then you'd fall into me like, oh, you're so funny, Joey. And, but instead it was just, it, it, it bombed. <laughs> no you, you know he i shouldn't even say that it's not like you you only did that like once but i remember i got flustered because that already happens to me all the time and then at home uh, i think it was i was trying to go somewhere in the kitchen or i don't know what it was and then he did it but then he did it more and more and more and then i couldn't walk anywhere <laughs> it didn't go on for that long <laughs> yeah, in your mind <laughs> it went on for three hours <laughs> I probably went, oh, oh, oh. No, it was more and more. <laughs> no, no. It couldn't have been. Oh, my God. No, that doesn't even count. That was like one time. But so, there's nothing like, but there's nothing like. Uh, no. But like for us, there's nothing like uh, shoot. Like for other people, it's like shoes being left in, uh, like on no, the ground. We've already like talked that, about that. It, look, you see a pair of your shoes on the right. You see a pair of my shoes on the left. We're yep. equivalent to messiness. So, it's you know, I don't really care. So, yeah, no. All right. Do you ever appear in each other's dreams? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you've definitely been in my dreams before. Before? I mean, how could you not be? Like, we're literally together 23 hours of a, in a day. <laughs> I know. Um, what are some nonverbal ways you guys show each other love? Well, we look at each other and we blow kisses. Yeah, blow kisses. That's not verbal. And then sometimes we smile really big and then we like we blink both our eyes together, which is like kind of like a kiss with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've got a, I've got a big one. And I've got a big one. And when Joey does something really cute, I squeal because I just can't take the cuteness. Um, How make, about this one? I make a noise. Oh, that's verbal. I'm very excited for my answer. What? You create artwork. 
Daily. <laughs> Very true. And nonverbal. Nonverbal. Way of showing how much I appreciate and love you. Yeah. Yep. A lot of, lot of paintings and drawings. Yeah. I was very excited when that answer popped That's into my a head. great answer. How do you stay hopeful when it feels like you'll never find the right person? I'm tired. Um, you know, I remember actually being... How old was I? I think I was either in high school or college. And I was, I'll never forget, I was in my bedroom downstairs and my mom was in, in the room. And I had this weird thought ever since I was little that everybody finds the person they're supposed to be with and, and it just works out. And then, I don't know why I was so old, when it, re- when it dawned on me, when I actually realized, I started looking around, I'm like, whoa, my grandma doesn't have like, you know, she left her husband when she was young so, and she never got married again. It's like, she never found her person. And I'm like, hold on, there's so many people that, that don't. And I remember I went to kind of through like a panic and I was crying hysterically. I was like, oh my gosh, what if I don't find my person? So I think that later on in life, when I, you know, when I, I talked about this earlier, when I found myself and I was by myself for a whole year, I think that I was okay with that idea because once I knew how it was to live by myself and take care of myself and, you know, just live life and just be happy by myself, I knew that anybody that would come in just would be like a great addition. So um, I think that if you just focus more on how to make yourself very happy, by yourself, whether that's traveling or picking up a hobby or pursuing your passion or whatever it may be, I think that then somebody coming into your life is just a nice plus, but you can't concentrate too much on it because it's not guaranteed. I don't know. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, it does. (laughs) When do you know it's time to leave a relationship? So I feel like we're getting to the part of the podcast where it's more about Maybe other like advice and more advice things. Um, let me can I, let me just say just because I feel like my answer is going to be less extreme than yours, just because of our past, yeah, our past relationships. Yeah. Um, I cut people out of my life real quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but how do you know it's time to leave a relationship? Um, from past relationships I was in, I think there was only one that I was the one who like ended it mm-hmm. the other the other ones i think it was more of like a mutual thing if it wasn't them leaving me but the time that i was the one to end it it was because um i felt like it was at a pl- point where the other person was more invested than i was and i felt like that wasn't fair to me or the other person does that make sense yeah that makes so sense. i think anybody in that situation if that feels like the right thing to do, if then you don't see a future with a person and yeah. you're already past, you know, and you're, you're like mid twenties or like early twenties or yeah. But even if you're young, if you're 18, you're just experiencing life. Yeah. But if you feel like the other person's like way more like into it than you, if you, if your gut says that it doesn't feel right then to stay in it. Yeah. Maybe trust that feeling. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 picking up what you're putting down 
Um, so yeah, that's that's all I got. So here comes the best answer you've no. ever heard. Okay, can you just refresh the question one more time? I'm, you got it, I'm baby. Lose, I'm losing it with uh, a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, when do you when do you know it's time to leave a relationship? I think it's time to leave a relationship once you feel like you or your partner aren't growing um, in the relationship anymore and you don't feel like there's when you're trying too much, I think personally, like if you're, if you're trying to make it work all of the time, it's just something's it's a, that's a red flag in my opinion. Um, like let's say you tried therapy and still not working. It's just, there's too many amazing people in this world. There really are. And it's just, you know, you, maybe that's the end of your, you know, maybe that's the end of where that was supposed to be. You wish them luck and, you know, you keep going, in my opinion. But um, I also feel like whenever, again, if you ever are being disrespected or if you're ever being abused, either physically or verbally, it's a great way, it's a great time to cut it off. Um, whenever you feel like there's more negatives than positives in a relationship, it's a good time to cut it off. I think that writing things down helps because your mind a lot of times forgets and then all of a sudden everything's perfect and then you forget why you were mad in the first place and that happens a lot to people. So keeping a journal, which I used to keep a journal, I threw them all away, now I don't have them, but uh, I used to keep a journal and I would write down, it was pretty much 98% negative. Um, very depressing to even like look at. Uh, if you, if you write down the bad things in your relationship and the good things, and when the bad things overweigh the good things, it's time to cut it in my opinion. Great. Did you ever feel like your views didn't match up about the future, raising kids, etc.? Uh, I remember one time Joey said we had kind of just started dating and we were talking about how many kids that we can have that we were planning on having. This was just uh, this was just being. He said six. But th th that was <laughs> crazy. I don't know why. I have no. I really don't remember saying that. I don't know why I would say six. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody who has six kids. Like I have there's four in my family. Wait, five. Oh, five. But and like that's cra I don't know. I, I don't remember saying six. I'm just let me just clarify and I I do and I don't stand by it if I said it I know I know if I know. anything four would have been what I meant yeah yeah then we talked about four but we brought it down to two but yeah that's crazy um Even yeah and I feel like my views didn't match up with my own views yeah. if I said that <laughs> yeah so. so but other than that I mean we yeah. we're, we're pretty lucky like we're yeah we're usually spreckensy the same lingity yeah yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know, ask us that question again in five, ten years. Sure. But so far, everything's just been good. I mean, even just the big things in life, like how many kids, like what do we, where do we want to live? Yeah. Like, like, like politi religion, political stuff. Political, like yeah, we're it's all, all on, the same, we're on the same page. So, yeah, it feels nice. <laughs> it feels yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> And, and even, I think a big one's also religion. Like I've always been more spiritual and I always felt like if I think, if I think, and I'm like, okay, if there's any religions that I would raise my children, it would be either Jewish or, or being a Buddha, like Buddhism. Like I, I really, there's a lot of similarities between Judaism and Buddhism. Yeah. So, 
so yeah so it, it just works out um is frequent arguing in a relationship good or bad um here's what i'll say i i understand that arguing if it's not like yelling like fighting is yeah, bad if it's not raising your voice or if it's not putting anybody down if yeah then if it's more of like okay maybe there was like a misunderstanding or miscommunication and it led to Hold, hold on, what was the question? It was like arguing? It was, is frequent arguing in a relationship good or bad? I think... That's bad. I, I if was it's about freca- to say. It's, if it's frequent arguing, that's a red flag. Yeah. I was going to say, yes, but it's if you're, bad. if you're having like miscommunication... Then that's not arguing. They're talking about arguing. Okay, fine. There's a di- I think there's a, there is a difference. I've actually looked it up between arguing and having a discussion. Okay. And arguing, if we look up the definition, I know has something to do with... I actually want to look it up. Your phone's right there. Oh. Do the deep dive. Okay. So the definition of arguing, um, at least I looked it up um, in the dictionary, and part of it is to exchange or express diversion or opposite views, typically in a heated or angry way. Okay. So I think that there's a difference between arguing and having a discussion. And if you're heated or if you're angry, that so you're telling me that you and your relationship, you are heated and angry a lot, like frequently with your partner, I think that's a red flag. Yeah, and I, I do not think that's healthy. Yeah. If you're having discussions, that's fine to have a discussion. But to be heated and angry at your partner uh, frequently, I don't think that's that's um, good. And maybe counseling or some therapy might yeah. work. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, Are we almost done? Yeah. Wow. Um, how long have you guys been dating... And what is the most unique thing in your relationship? Well, we are engaged. Yes. So we are no longer dating. No. You're my fiance. <laughs> um, but how long? How long have we been dating, they're asking? Yeah. 2015, August 2015, which would make when we get married, we're going to be for four years. Four years. Which, like... It's funny because I feel like at least from my side, it's like four years break up, four year break up, four year married. <laughs> yes, third time's the charm, baby. <laughs> there's uh, something. There's something about fours, four children, and like all our families. We're gonna have to have four kids now. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, and, oh, and the fo- and the, the second part of that is what is the most unique thing in your relationship? Like unique about us compared to other people. I mean, I don't the fact think that I call you Charky. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think, um, like, how many people have their significant other draw them 435 times? Ooh, yes. I think that's unique. Yeah, definitely. How did you know Joey was the one? This is a young girl in love asking for a friend. LOL. Huh. Hmm. Friend, eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky. So I just knew. It's just intuition. I just know. I think that if you're on the fence about anything, it's usually no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just what I think. Yeah. Like, How'd you know Joey was the one? Yeah. Maybe, but, but then again, maybe I'm just very intuitive by intuition and some people aren't. I don't yeah. know. Um, how did I personally know? I just knew. It's a feeling. It was, I just knew. I don't know how to say it. I, besides. Yeah. Yep. Um, how long did it take you to realize you were in love? 
Wait. <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm having a malfunction. What? July. Wait, when did we meet, though? End of June. 27th, I think yeah. it was, or 17th. So, I mean, you want to just say like a month? Yeah. When did I come back? I'm thinking. I think it was like a month. July. Because yeah. we started dating yeah. August 7th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a month. So, about, it took us about a month. And that's it. And that's all, folks. Oh, man. Great you guys, You guys wore us out. I'm wiped. Oh, but wait, we're not done yet. We are not done yet. I really wanted to do this to wrap up the podcast. If you don't want to do this right now, you could scrap it. Okay, I really, I really, really, really wanted to end the podcast talking about Game of Thrones. You are also going to give predictions. Yes. On if you want to do the rest of the season, that's fine. I'm going to really just talk about this next episode. Okay. I'm so excited for this next episode. If you are a big Game of Thrones fan and you don't like spoilers, I mean, not that I'm saying I'm going to be right. I could be totally wrong on yeah. everything, but... If you don't even want to think about things, this is your chance to to end the podcast. I will not be upset if you end it early. Yeah. All good. But if you do, because I, part of Game of Thrones, the part of it I love is coming up with different theories and talking about it with people. And I have not been able to do that yet with this new season since we just got caught up in mm-hmm. it um, because I was rewatching it with Amanda because she had never seen it before. And so now that we're caught up and I'm with it, I want to talk about it. And I would love to talk with you about it. Okay. To all of you about it. So again, if you don't want to hear it, this is your chance to end it. If you do want to hear it. (laughs) All right. Because we're about halfway through the final season. So look, they have, there's so many characters and so many storylines. They have to start wrapping them up. Mm-hmm. They have to. So I really think that the Battle of Winterfell, like a lot of our favorites are going to die. Are going to die. I think that it would be fair to say if you t- if you look at how many characters do you think are at Winterfell right now that we are following? Maybe 10? Yeah, maybe. I think it gets cut in half. Mm. I think about five. If, if there are 10, about five. Um, die this episode. I think Jamie's gonna die because um, right, not now though. You think now? You think he dies in Winterfell? Uh, I don't know, but I no, he was no. always told you're gonna die in the in. No, oh, he could. No. He could die in Brienne's arms because he's he was told once that he's gonna die in the arms of the woman he loves. What? He, Jamie was told this. When? This is known. Hold on. When? It happened. I remember. I do have this theory that him and Cersei die together in each other's arms, killing each other, essentially. Mm-hmm. Sort of like Romeo and Juliet style, which I could see. So disgusting. But I'm uh, sorry. But, <laughs> but I do see, um, I, I do see this. Uh, that could happen because um, maybe, he lo- maybe it's Brienne who he really loves and yeah. maybe he dies in her arms. Um, but I just want to talk about this. So this is a huge episode. The Battle of Winterfell. 
mm-hmm. the battle at Winterfell. It's happening next episode. So I love how they set this up. They set it up like this is a sporting event. Like I love how they prepped for this fight, for this big battle, and that they let us in on it. Because, okay, let's just stick with me here. Mm-hmm. So you got Winterfell. You got the army of the dead on the outside. Mm-hmm. They're setting up. I think a lot of the beginning of the fight is going to take place on the outside of Winterfell because on the outside they have, I think on the left side, it's Brienne leading the um, Knights of the Vale. Yeah. In the middle, it's uh, the Unsullied. And on the right, it's Jorah leading like the Stark army and all their allies, that army, like the Mormont army. Uh-huh. And then in front of them are the Dothraki. So, so when the army of the dead, when they attack, when they come at Winterfell, it's going to be the Dothraki that meet them first. The Dothraki are great fighters, but I think this is the time to end the Dothraki. I think that yeah. every Dothraki dies. Yeah. But they, they'll do some damage. They'll yeah, take yeah, out definitely. some of the dead. But I think that they all die. Next, it's the Unsullied. I I mean, I love Grey Worm, and so do you. And the, his relationship with, uh, what's her name, is so sweet. Yeah. I think that's it for him. He's gone. And all of the Unsullied, gone. And I think what that does is it makes um, Jorah and it makes Brienne retreat back into Winterfell because I watched the With teaser. Jorah and Brienne. Jorah. Yeah. Um, Jorah is the one who had the gri- had the stone, who just oh, was healed. Yeah, I always forget his name. And then Brienne, you know Brienne. She just was knighted. It was so exciting oh, yeah, for yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that they are gonna have to. They're gonna have to retreat back into Winterfell because I saw scenes from next week, and they're they end up inside Winterfell running around. So I think that because of the number of army of the dead, they have to go back in. So that's just like my overall suggestion. And, and I mean, uh, uh, prediction and, and overall, I think that the army of the dead win this battle and it forces the ones that the, the ones that do survive Winterfell yeah. to retreat and like get away and maybe go to, um, Dragonstone or, or, or just go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, maybe in, in a retreat, maybe on the dragons because that's the only way they can leave well now let's get into my specific predictions okay i think some big beep happens this episode and one thing that i think happens is bran Mm -hmm. becomes a dragon what i think bran becomes a dragon the three-eyed the three-eyed raven told bran you're never going to walk again, but you will fly. Oh, yeah. Although Bran is a raven, you would think he would fly again as a raven. I think that um, he is the Night King or or somebody is going to get to Bran. And right before he dies, he's going to warg into the dragon. Oh, like take over his body like he did... But this time, he won't be able to go back because Bran will be dead, technically. The body of Bran will be gone. But his mind and his spirit will be the dragon. Maybe in that dragon that blows out ice. Could be. Maybe. 
could be. I don't know about warging. warging am I saying that right? Warging, warging into idea. something that's already dead. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know either. But that's interesting, huh? Yeah, that is an interesting concept. That, I, I, that are these like? Did you read these? No, no, no. Right? These are all my own things that I wrote down today. Oh, wow. So I was just thinking about it today. Nice. Um, here's my next thing. Okay, so they're making this whole deal about the crypt. The crypt is what's underneath Winterfell. Yeah. They're making a whole big deal about who's going under, who's staying in the crypt, blah, 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 blah. That's part one. Part two is Arya. Mm-hmm. I, 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 all these are based on How like... How old is she again? No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh-huh. All this is based on... I watched um, the scenes from next week, like uh, the teaser for next episode. Arya, when was the last time you saw Arya afraid? Uh, like I don't remember. a long time ago. Uh-huh. My point is, it seems like she has never, has not been afraid in a long time. Yeah. Arya, there's a, there's a shot of Arya running through Winterfell n- on next episode where she looks petrified. Where like, I have not seen Arya look like that in a long time. Uh-huh. So I started thinking like, okay, why? Why? Yeah. And here's what hit me. And it goes back to the crypt. I think... There's a possibility that because what's buried in the crypt, all the dead Starks. Yeah. I think that somehow the Night King could make the dead Starks come back to life. So you got like a headless Ned Stark. You got um, um, all. But they're already ju- dead. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. But But I thought the rule was that. They only turn like that if they were killed by the night. Well, I'm wondering if... They weren't. uh, But I'm wondering if the Night King can touch something that's dead. Like, remember, he touched the dragon, although he did kill the dragon. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I do have this small part of me that thinks that um, he's going to summon or whatever, somehow make all the dead Starks become White Walkers or... Join the army of the dead. So you got like a headless Ned. You got like Rob. You got Rob. Like Rob's got his head. Like all her family members dead. But like now in the army of the dead. So Arya, it's like scares her. That, I think that would be the only thing that would scare her. Yeah. Uh, mm. No. Is that too out no, there? No. I mean, it could happen, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump on that wagon. Okay, fine. <laughs> all right. What's one thing that we learned from Game of Thrones? Never trust a smile. Never trust a happy moment. Who just had the happiest moment in the Game of Thrones history? Brienne. When she uh-huh. was knighted. She smiled so big. Yeah. She dies. Yeah. She has to die. I mean. Yeah. And I love her. I love her. Yeah. I'm so happy for her. She became a knight. It was the cool. That was such a sweet scene. You and yeah. I both like went, oh my. We both like I hugged know. each other. I honestly almost cried. I yeah. think my eyes got watery. That was so nice. But you know what? I think that if they do kill her off that. She's going to she, sacrifice she, too. She's going to sacrifice gonna herself, sacrifice herself to, save somebody. to save somebody. And if she dies, at least like she did the best. Like her life was great. She got knighted. She did the best she could. Yeah. She, you know? Yeah. She's, it's so true. She, she was loved. She was yeah. knighted. It was yeah. great. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. it's going to be sad be because sad, I love but, her so much. Yeah. At least she didn't have like something that was unfulfilled before she died. That was true. Nice. Um, just a quick prediction. I think Varys dies, uh, the eunuch. 
He was always like in the same tier as Littlefinger. Now that Littlefinger's dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I the bot. He's bald. Yeah, yeah, I think he dies too. I think he dies. Well, I think he's, he's. Well, he's going to die in the crypt. I think he dies in the crypt because he's not. He's he's in Winterfell. No. Remember, the woman told him he's gonna die there. The the woman, the red. Yeah, she did. But he wasn't in Winterfell. He's in Winterfell. He's there. He's there now. Was that Winterfell? Yeah, he's there now. She told him that. Oh, yeah. She didn't tell him that at Winterfell, but he's there now. Oh, and he, she said you were going to die in Winterfell? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't remember He that. said something to her, like, about what are we going to do after it? And she said something about, well, we're not all going to survive it. Or something no, like that. No, that was Bran to Jamie. No, you're talking about Melisandre. The yeah. red. Yeah. So I she remember. said the same thing that Bran said to Jamie? I think so. Mm, okay. Something like it. Something like it. Okay. Same meaning. Okay. Um, okay. This is this is another totally out there theory. But it goes back to me watching the scenes from next week. Mm -hmm. The the little teaser. The Night King. The Night King. Yes. Is not in the teaser. They show a bunch of white walkers. They show a bunch of army of the dead. So he's not going to be there until the next episode. I think. No, I think he's in the episode. Mm. But I think he doesn't go to. I think. Uh, I'm not going to say I think this. There's remember, a chance. There's a lot of episodes left. But there's a chance. I feel like you're predicting everything for just like this is the finale. No, no, no. I But. Well, maybe. But I'm, I think that for the Battle of Winterfell, what's going to happen next episode I don't think the Night King is there. Yeah, I agree. I think he rides his little dra his new little dragon buddy to King's Landing, where Cersei is. I think he goes right to her. Uh. I think he goes because she she's gonna have no idea. There's gonna be nobody there to help her, save yeah. her. But she does have a big army from the gold. Yeah, bank she does. Something. But um. I could see the Night King going there. Yeah. I could see the Night King. That would be a switch up that nobody would think of. Because I think. That they split I, them up. Or yeah. Something. And I think Bran said something along the lines of like, you'll never get into his mind. Like you won't be able to know what he's thinking or something like he said something like that. Yeah. And that made me that combined with him not being in the teaser episode makes me think he doesn't go. I see. So where would he go? He would go to King's Landing. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But then again, like, I don't see Cersei dying now. No. That's going to be like for, for her to survive. Yeah. That's going to be a finale. For sure. Thing. For sure. So we'll see what happens. But, um, okay. Two quick ones. I kind of already said. I think Grey Worm dies and I think Jorah lives. And my last one is we talked about Melisandre, the red, the yeah. red witch. Uh-huh. I think she shows up in the middle of the fight and sort of saves the day, not defeats everybody, but she's she I think she plays a part in the Battle of Winterfell. I am going to back that up with 1 million percent. I Let's agree. Go. Because I remember that when whatever her name is, the one with the red cape, um saw uh, Aria a while ago, she told her we're we're gonna meet again. 
She did say that. And they haven't met again, which means right. she's going to come back. I think she comes back for sure. And there's a lot of um, little clips from the next episode where Winterfell's on fire. Who knows? Maybe she helps the other girl with the, the burn face to kind of make up for what she did before. Could be. Could be. Could be. So I think she shows up and I think she plays a big part in helping the ones that survive get out alive. Yeah. She'll be back. Her and she, could, she could even be the one to eventually kill the Night King. Who knows? Her and her and Arya are definitely gonna see each other. Yeah. And she also very, very soon. And she also like is a big fan of Jon Snow and Daenerys. And yeah. I mean she tried to have sex with the Jon Prince Snow. that is promised and all that Remember? stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She brought him back to life. Yeah. She brought him back to life. So those are my predictions. Right. Uh, if you listen to this all the way through and you're a big Game of Thrones f- fan, write to me on Instagram and tell me which one of these you like, which one of these you don't like, or just message me about it. I will gladly go back and forth with you. <laughs> I will. I would love to have a conversation about Game of Thrones theories or um, anything. If I if I missed one, if you have one that I don't have, send it over. If you think that some of mine are just insane, let me know. And yeah. we'll talk about it. I'm open. I'm open to talking about it. So send send them over. Send them over to Joey. Send them <laughs> over to Joey. And with that, I think it's time. Yeah, I think it's time to, to say, say goodbye. goodbye. Or goodbye. Or goodbye and good night. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, commenting on iTunes, we read all those. It makes uh, our day. Somebody Thank just wrote one about my poop stool, and that made me laugh. Um, we read them all. Yes, we do. And it makes us very happy. Yeah, so thank you very much. Um, I appreciate you guys, like always. Thank you for all of the love. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for putting it on your stories. And thank you for inspiring us to keep going by your sending us all the positive messages and the five stars and all that good stuff. So you keep us going and keep us inspired as well. So thank you so much. Yes, definitely. Thank you guys so much. And thank you so much for thank being you awesome. So much. I love you so very much. This was so fun to too. do. This was. Well, <sighs> uh, this is nice. And um, stay tuned. We're in the next couple episodes, we already have... Uh, a couple of people set up that we're going to interview that are Ooh, doing amazing we've things. Got awesome guests coming on soon. So that that's going to be fun too. Now yes. that we have the whole roadcaster and our road mic, shout out to Road. Thank you so much um, for helping us with this podcast. They sent yep. us these mics and this roadcaster. What is it called? The roadcaster pro. Yeah. And it's just been marvelous. So yeah. thank you also for. Helping us. Just so. thank yous all around. Yeah. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good Goodbye. Night, good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Good night. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.